0: Happy Shaw Timber, everybody. Welcome back to Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. As always, I am your host and your favorite Kung Fu fanatic, Caleb, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely wife Amber. Hey guys. And uh you guys may have noticed that I said happy Shaw Timber. That's right. September is the month where we celebrate all things Shaw Brothers. We're celebrating the uh uh the magnificent uh life i'll say life of a shaw brothers studio they created some of the greatest kung fu films ever made i've talked about them previously in our five fingers of death episode and uh uh, you you guys check that one out if you haven't already but we're going to be talking about another amazing shaw brothers episode or a film for this episode excuse me um but before we get to that I do want to uh I do want to make a couple of announcements. First off, I did make a post about this, but recently the cinema um uh, surpassed 1000 total plays. So, thank you so very much to all my fans out there and to everyone who is listening and supporting. I appreciate all of you. And uh let's just keep the plays coming. That's uh currently we're sitting at 1007 plays, I think. And uh I I'm just I'm just blown away by it by uh uh i i won't say how fast we got to a thousand plays because it has been it has been many months since we started this show it's been 10 months now i believe and um and it's it's been a long journey but it's uh this is this is just the beginning we're just getting started so here's to the next one thousand but thanks for this thanks for this that we this thousand that we got to you've
1: done good you deserve it
0: (laughs) and uh and uh, i also do want to point out that uh uh, last week. Has it been a week already? My birthday was last week. I am...
1: Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'm getting old, guys, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, it's always great to, to get back in here, and, uh, this, uh, this birthday, this past birthday was pretty crazy, but it's, um, but it's, uh, you know, things... Things are kind of starting to die down and blow over, and it's uh it's it's getting a little bit better. I would like to dedicate today's episode to someone very special in my life. My stepmother recently passed away a couple weeks ago, and uh, we had a we had a pretty complicated relationship, but at the end of the day, she was my stepmother, and I loved her, and we're all gonna miss her very much. So I would like to dedicate this episode to her. And uh, so yeah, with that out of the way, yeah, back to uh, back to Shaw Timber. I, I love Shaw Timber. This is actually. I guess you would say this is the first Shaw Timber that I've actually celebrated because I've always I've always watched. Yeah, as everybody knows, I've always watched kung fu films, but I didn't actually know Shaw Timber was a thing until it was too late. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize Shaw Timber was a thing. I, I was watching. I was like trying to find. Um, I was trying to find lists of films that I haven't seen yet, you know, films that I could check out and be able to talk about on the show. And then, uh, I just came across a video where, uh, the, uh, the person hosting the video was talking about Shaw Timber. I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. That's pretty awesome. Well, if it makes you
1: feel any better, I didn't know it was a thing until I guess whenever you start talking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to be talking about an amazing Shaw brothers film. We're going to be talking the five deadly Venoms. I have, I am so uh I guess I'm so giddy to talk about this film <laughs> because I love Five Deadly Venoms. It's one of my favorite movies. And um it's got the Venom Mob, which I love those guys. They were all amazing. I, I love I love watching their stuff. I love talking about them. They always delivered in fight scenes. Like you can watch any pretty much any um excuse me, any Venom mob film, they're always gonna deliver on fight scenes. And, uh, Five Daily Venoms was, uh, th- this was the movie that made these guys stars. Like, after this movie came out, uh, just, uh, an infinite number of Venom Mob films followed after it. And, um, and, uh, it, uh again, it, it just made these guys stars. And, and, yeah, it is one of my favorite, like, Venom Mob films, one of my favorite Kung Fu, Kung Fu movies in general, excuse me. But um I have to say it's probably not their best movie. There are a lot of movies that again, they've done so many, but um but uh there are there are definitely a lot of other movies I think that could be considered their best one. Like uh, I, I believe many people are in agreement that Crippled Avengers is their best movie, and that is a that is a pretty amazing movie.
1: I haven't seen it yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, and um <laughs> there's a lot of other movies that are that are that I I would definitely say are better than Five Daily Venoms, like Magnificent Ruffians Ten Tigers of Kwantung, Shaolin Rescuers. That's my favorite Venom Mob film. I love Shaolin Rescuers.
1: I'm just gonna point this out. <clears throat> Some of these movies I haven't seen because I recently found out about the Venom Mob through Caleb. Because you know i I didn't grow up or I didn't grow up to know who they were until I met you. So mm-hmm.
0: meeting you gets <laughs> to
1: bring me into a whole new world of kung fu stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, anyway, uh with that out of the way, we're gonna jump right into it. So the Five Daily Benz was, was released in nineteen seventy eight. It was directed by Chong Che. Now I'm gonna stop right there and give you guys a quick little background on Chong Che. He is he was like the definitive Shaw Brothers director. He I mean, a lot of people would say he he was the Shaw Brothers director. You know, people there's always like something who's like like that. That's the guy. Chang Cheh was the guy. He was the Shaw Brothers director. He directed over ninety films. Wow. Most of them were for Shaw Brothers. Not all of them were were, but most of them were Shaw Brothers films. And Chang Cheh was known mostly for doing action films that had a lot of um, had like a lot of violence, a lot of action, and um and, uh, many of the themes in his films were mostly, like, uh, it was mostly about brotherhood and betrayal and stuff like that, and when you watch Venom Mob films, like, I, I have, a, I own four of them right now, and pretty, and, and all four of those deal with, deal with mostly, mostly friendship or, or betrayal and stuff like that, so it, that, that was a prevalent thing in Chang Che's films, um, And so to get a little bit more specific, Chong Che directed 19 Venom Mob films. And uh, he directed 13 Venom-related films. So you guys are probably asking, what makes a Venom Mob film a Venom Mob film? And what's a Venom-related film? Luckily, there is a bit of a definition for that. A Venom Mob film is basically a movie that features at least three members of the Venom Mob. There were six of them. So uh, what, uh, what is considered a Venom Mob film features at least three of them. Okay. And uh and, and luckily this this Venom film, Five Daily Venoms featured all six of them. But uh, there were others that featured only four of them or five, you know, or something like that. But um but then a Venom related film, it fe- it usually features less than 3, but um they're not the focus. So... I see. Yeah, so, so, like, they're, they're like, in supporting roles or something like that. So let's take, a, like, Five Element Ninjas, for example. Only one member of the Venom Mob film is in that movie, and that's Lo Mang. And he plays a supporting character. The Like, the main character, I don't know... I can't remember the actor who plays him, but, like, he's the focus. Lo Mang is... He's the Venom guy, but he's not the focus of the movie. He's just, he's just like, a friend to the main character. He's, so Venom
1: Mob features main and style features... Or related features... Supporting role, okay. Yeah, that
0: sound that makes yeah, sense. It's, it. It's 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 just like their their roles in the in those other types of films, like like Five Element, and just like I said, or uh, or Brave Archer, or Chinatown Kid, or something like that. That's that's a movies where the Venom Mob is not really the focus. It'll have a couple members, but they're again they're they're not the focus of the film. Okay. And um. And so so yeah, like that. That's kind of the difference between a Venom Mob film and a Venom related film, but um yeah, and so, uh, so yeah, like I said a minute ago, um, all six Venom Mob members are in this movie, that's Chong Shang, Sun Qian, Philip Kwok, Lo Meng, Wei Pai, and Liu Fang, and, um, just to give you guys a little bit of background on the Venom Mob, for those of you don't know, I'm sure all the all you martial arts film fans out there know, but for those who don't, the Venom Mob film was a uh, it was a group of martial artists slash actors. Many of them were friends, like since childhood they grew up. They went to the uh, they attended the Fusheng Drama School together, learned martial arts, learned how to act and stuff like that. They did appear in many other films prior to Five Deadly Venoms, but they were not in very high demand until Five Deadly Venoms. Like I said at the beginning, this movie made them stars. So after this came out, everybody wanted, wanted, wanted more Venom Mob films. And so, and so yeah, they did other films prior to this, but this one, this one was huge for them. Right. So, and, and, and they, and this is, and this is like whenever they were all started playing, started playing like main characters and stuff like that. And, um, and, uh, and what's even better is that, um, they served, they all did like, uh, they all served as the choreographers for their films, along with like other people. Like uh, of course, other people were involved, but they they choreographed everything in their films. And and so you know, of course, they did the choreography for this film, but they also had help from Lung Ting to do the choreography for this one. And um, and uh, you know, I'll I'll go back to talking about how huge this film was for them. It was huge for them back at the time in 1978 when this film came out. But the. Uh, the legacy of five daily venoms continued and it's and it's it's been referenced so many times in, in like other types of uh, media and pop culture and stuff like that uh it was listed at number 11 on entertainment weekly's top 50 cult films so it's one of the greatest cult films of all time and and um it's also been referenced in uh, a lot of things like uh like Wu-Tang Clan the rap group Side note, I'm wearing a Wu-Tang clan shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love those guys. But uh but yeah, they have referenced five deadly venoms uh, several times like in, in their music namely their songs like intro shout and finger jab or uh the mystery of chess boxing i love that i love that song there's a movie called the mystery of chess boxing but uh but then they they did a song called the mystery of chess boxing <laughs> but uh but yeah like there if you listen to that song they like they play they play like dialogue from Fideli venoms in that song okay. it's really cool and um and uh Fideli venoms has also been referenced in uh, Jūken Sentai Giki Ranger, which is Power Rangers, which which is what the American audiences know as Power Rangers, um, but the the one I just mentioned is actually uh, what we would know as Power Rangers Jungle Fury. But um, but yeah, the Five Deadly Venoms are referenced in that show as well. They had these characters that were called the Five Venom Fists, and uh, but then whenever whenever they took that and turned it into Jungle Fury for uh, American audiences, they called them the Five Fingers of Poison which you know that that's also kind of like a reference to five fingers of death. Mhm. Again, check out that episode. <laughs> but um and uh you know, and of course they were also they're also kind of referenced in the Kill Bill films with the Deadly Viper Assassination Squad. There were five of them, you know, in Deadly Viper, you know. So well, which, I'll be damned. Yeah, so I have
1: never put that together until Yeah, I didn't ma- just I didn't ma- Yeah, I didn't mention <laughs> that
0: whenever we did the Kill Bill films, but yeah, that is true. Like they uh they huh. they are the deadly Viper assassination squad is a reference to uh, the five deadly Venoms. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. So with that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the story. This is a great uh, movie like story wise. It's more of like, um, that martial arts is a huge part of it, you know, because there, there's a lot of focus on, on the styles of each Venom member and how to, and how to like use, or how to defeat that style more like how to, how to use their abilities against them and stuff like that. And, um, but it's 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 also very much like a crime film, like a murder mystery, because there's a lot of questions, there's a lot of conspiracy happening in the film, and uh, you know, I love and, those. yeah, it's fun. But um, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna jump right into the story now. So um, so the film starts with uh, Chong Sheng's character, Yang Tie. Yang Tae is the last student of the Poison Clan. He has been caring for his uh his dying master, who is played by uh played by Dick Wei. Um yeah, again, uh the Poison Clan master is he's old, he's sick, he's dying, and um and uh, uh the the master tells Yang he he tells him that um that he uh he need, he needs him to find his, uh, five former pupils, he tells them, he says, before you, I had, I had five pupils, and, um, and, uh, he said, the, the Poison Clan for years has had a bad reputation, and I am worried that these five students I once had are doing, are doing terrible things, and I need, so I need you to find them and put a stop to them if, if need be, and, uh, and he, uh, and young you know of course he asks he asks his uh his master like who who were they what were their names unfortunately the master does not know uh what his students names uh like who they really were because they trained with masks so he doesn't know what they look like and they're all living living excuse me under assumed identity so he is not really sure where they are what names they're using and stuff like that so um so anyway, he takes uh the master he takes Yang into this uh this training room and we see where the five deadly venoms all trained and that's where we, we we see them for the first time. It's a great shot, like whenever the camera pans out, you see all five of them with their masks on. Yeah. And then it's they a good start shot. Oh yeah, it's great. And um and then we see them all training together. So we have we got the centipede, who is played by Lu Fang, the Snake, played by Wei Pai, the Scorpion, played by Sun Qian, and the Lizard, who's played by Philip Kwok, Side note, Philip Kwok is probably my favorite Venom. They're all amazing, but I, I don't know. Philip Kwok, I think, was probably the most skilled out of all of them. And, uh, and and he went on to do a lot of other cool stuff. He was in a really great movie called Hard Boiled with Chow Yun-Fat. He was awesome in that movie. And another fun fact, his character in Hard Boiled was named Mad Dog. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> like like in Ong Bak or the raid that's there's always a movie with a character called mad dog there is <laughs> yeah that's funny and uh and lastly we had the toad who was played by lo mang i love lo mang he is like a very close second for favorite men of mine he is in um he's in it Man two and four and his character in those movie in those two movies is really funny like he keeps he, like he keeps getting beat up and and he like makes excuses like in it Man two <laughs> whenever um Whenever he's fighting Itmon on the table, and he not he gets knocked off, and he's like, "The table's very slippery," <laughs> or in a uh, or in Itmon four when he's fighting um he's fighting the karate guy Colin. Whenever he's fighting him, Colin just easily kicks him off the stage, and <laughs> and Lo Ming he's like, "That stage is too small."
1: <laughs> There's always a reason. He yeah, can't, he's really he can't funny. <laughs> yeah, he's really
0: funny. Um, so yeah, we see them and we see them all training together. We learn we learn that the um. How each style works is that the um. So first, we'll get started with the centipede. The centipede, his style focuses on on speed. His punches and kicks are really fast, and you see that in his fight scenes. He he he's like throwing really fast yeah. punches and kicks and stuff like that. Um, and uh, and and they say that his his strikes. Have enough power to break a to break you know vital organs with a single strike you know
1: and it it looks like it's true (laughs) yes
0: lu Fang is so fast I love that guy he's he is also a a really he's a standout for the Venom Mob again I love all of them they're all amazing but lu Fang is another standout along with Philip Kwok and um see anyway moving on there's a centipede and then we have the snake the snake his style focuses on like targeting vulnerable spots and stuff like that so his his um something you'll see whenever he fights is that he the way he uses his hands one hand is like the snake's fangs the other is their tail so you you'll know you you notice like the way he um, whenever you watch him, like, fight, you'll notice that his hands, like, one, he's got, like, he's got, like, two fingers that are, like, hooked, those are the fangs, and then the back one he uses a kind of, like, a tail, so, like, or, like, so, like a, like, a rattlesnake or something like that, and, um, and then the scorpion, I love the scorpion, he's probably, um, as much as I love, like, uh, you know, I love Philip Kwok and Liu Fang and Lo Ming and stuff like that, but I think if I had to take... Let's just, let's just stop for a second and talk the... Um, let's just talk characters in kung fu films. Like, all kung fu films, like, the, the characters you see in those films, the scorpion character is one of my favorites because he is kind of the... He's the big mystery of the movie mm-hmm. because later on in the movie, like, towards the end... Excuse me, everyone is asking who is the scorpion? He's the big mystery of the movie. And he's also the mastermind behind everything that's gonna be happening later, which we'll get into. But yeah, the scorpion, I think in like all of Kung Fu films, he's one of my favorite characters. And so, um so anyway, yeah, his style, he uses um his is mostly kicks, which Sun Chien, who plays the Scorpion, he had a he has a black belt in Taekwondo. And every movie, every Venom film you see him in, he is throwing mostly kicks. His kicks were incredible, and um, especially if you watch like uh um, uh, the Daredevils, really really good. There's a great uh, there's a great sparring session scene between Sun Qian's character and Liu Fang's character in the Daredevils, and again his kicks look fantastic in that. So yeah, his style, uh, the Scorpion style, is mostly based on kicks, which makes sense because you know the Scorpion has that tail with the stinger yeah. on it, and he also has a very um. And the scorpion, the character also has a very strong grip with his hands, because you know scorpions of course have have those pincers yeah and um and he also uses darts like he 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 throws uh he throws darts and you know we'll, we we do see him do that a couple of times in in the film and then um for the lizard, which is you know Philip quash character uh the lizard, his style is he can walk on walls, you know lizards of course, can climb walls, so he can walk up walls. And, and uh use in like attack from weird angles and stuff like that so people have a really hard time fighting him because you know they try to fight him and then next thing you know he just walks up on a wall and then punches you in the face.
1: Is this <laughs> the one with the with the candles? Yeah. Thing? I yeah. love when we were watching that for the when he first cut it on and you get to see like the demonstration I was like ooh I was like it's just a sway and like he knocks like all the flames off the candles and I was like that's kind of cool I was like I've yeah. never seen anything like that
0: yeah there's um I've seen like actual actual people do something like that I saw a video uh, a couple years ago with Stephen Thompson the UFC fighter he um he did something like that. He did like a candle punch. It was like a bunch of candles, and he put them all out just by throwing punches at them. And like the and like the wind, it creates blew the candles out. Wow! Yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. But yeah, so that's uh, that's the lizard. And then lastly, we have uh, Lomang's character, the Toad. The Toad is um, his ability is that his skin is imp- is. Basically impenetrable. However, there is a catch to that. He has a weak spot. And if you if you hit that weak spot, then he loses that ability. His skin is no longer um impenetrable. You know, he he can he can he can be hurt. And his strikes can also can also like bend solid metal, you know? And and that was a common thing you see in, in Venomob films with low man's character. Low man's character was usually like the powerhouse of the group. Like every every Almost every Venom mob film you see, he's the one who's like really strong and yeah. like lifting the heavy objects and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, those are the those are the five Venoms. Those are their styles. Yang's style, on the other hand, his is a combination of all five. Like his is just like a mixture of of the centipede, the snake, the lizard, the scorpion, and the toad. However, the problem with that is that because his style is a mixture, it's incomplete he never mastered he never mastered a singular style and he was not able to master the, that hybrid style that he that he was taught by his master because his master got sick and he spent all of his time taking care of him right so so yeah he he's kind of a that that's something people liked it would would refer to Chang as they would call him the hybrid because you know um, every, every other character, like, they would, like, if if you saw them in other Venomob films, like, if you saw, like, Liu Fang, you would say, oh, that's the centipede, or if you saw Philip Kwok, you'd say, that's the lizard, you know, so if people, if people saw Chong Sheng, they would say, that's the hybrid, and so, um, so yeah, but anyway, yeah, his style is incomplete, because he never, he never mastered a uh, a single style, and, and he spent more time taking care of his teacher than learning, because his teacher was sick, so anyway, um, so, uh, again, because Yang's style is incomplete, um, his master tells him, you cannot beat them, the, the Venoms, you cannot beat them by yourself. Like, you need, to t- you need one of them to team up with you, like, at least, like, uh, again, I don't know what they're doing, they're, they may be doing terrible things, maybe not, maybe they're just trying to live their life or whatever, um, but you won't be able to beat them by yourself. You need at least one of them to help you, otherwise you don't stand a chance. And so, um, and so he, uh, he tells, um, again, he tells Yong, go find them, and if they're, if they're up to anything bad, you need to stop them. Because, uh, you know, like I said earlier, the Poison Clan has a very bad reputation, you know, so he wants Yang to, to kind of, like, restore that reputation to redeem the Poison Clan. Yang, of course, doesn't know where to start, he tells his master, um, uh, he's like you. Don't know what they look like. You don't know their names. Where do I start? Like, I gotta, where do I find them? And um, and the master tells me. He says I have an old friend. He was part of the poison clan as well many years ago. Um, uh, he-, he said uh, he and he tells him uh, he might be living under an assumed identity too. So I don't know where I don't know where he might be, but back in back in our younger days he found, he found, like, uh, the, he found this treasure, made a lot of money off the Poison Clan, he has it hidden somewhere, so there's a pretty good chance that the other, that my other students are looking for him, so, like, tr- try and find him, and maybe you'll find the others, and then, uh, some time passes, and then we see Yang, he is in, he's is in a, a small town, he, he's, he, he's probably been there for a while, and he's, um, and he and he just constantly searches the town trying to find the other the other students he um he comes across two characters who are uh, i'll say police officers there's uh there's chief constable ma and constable he u um he gets he he gets eyes on them and that's because he sees um he sees he u he um he he receives a message from a guy who's at a restaurant and so whenever he sees them two, like secretly conversing he thinks, oh, maybe they, maybe they know something, maybe they're, maybe they're the, the ones that I'm looking for, and so, um, and so, you know, uh, the message that he, you received, he, he opens it up, and it's a picture of a toad, so he realizes that the one who gave him that message is the toad, and, um, and so they go to meet at a restaurant, and, um, and they're, uh, and they're, they're talking, like, uh, you know, they're, they're talking, did you find, did you find Master's friend yet, and, um, and uh, and Lo Man's character, the Toad, he he's he says, no, not yet. And 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 here we learn that they're um they're both trying to find him so that they can ask him for a loan and they can skip town and start over. You know, they're t- they're like tired of they're like, tired of living in secrecy. They just want to go somewhere else where nobody knows who they are and they can just start new lives. Right. And um. And uh, and and then like later on, we meet the centipede and the snake. And uh, the snake, he is um. I want to say he's kind of like an aristocrat of sorts. He came from a rich family, and uh, and and so he has a lot of servants. He's a very rich guy. He's got a nice house. We meet him in the centipede, and uh, and the snake tells the centipede that he knows where their master's friend is, and we learn that their their master's friend is named Ewan, and so. And so they go to Ewan's house. Ewan is uh, and like right before right before we go to his house, we see that he is a he's a bookkeeper. He works for the police. He's a bookkeeper, keeps all the records and stuff like that. And so, um so yeah, while he goes home after after a day of work, he goes home that night and um and this is where we see the centipede and the snake. They they've taken his whole family hostage and they're asking Ewan you know, where, where's the money? We're like, we're, we're just here for the money. We don't want to kill you. you like, you're, you're part of the Poison Clan too, or you were, but since you left, that money doesn't belong to you anymore. It, we should have it. But Ewan, of course, refuses to tell them where the money is, and they beat the hell out of him and then kill his entire family. Oh, right before Ewan dies, though, he grabs a candlestick, and then he just collapses and dies. Um, uh, but w- while this was happening... A kid named Wang Fa, he sees he sees the centipede um like poke his head out the door of the house. He sees he sees the centipede and it, it was a funny scene because he like got so scared that he couldn't walk away. <laughs>
1: He's like picking up his leg and
0: like using yeah, it to walk he, up the stairs. Yeah. But uh yeah, he sees this happen, but you know, nobody knows that Wang Fa saw them. And so um Um so yeah, again, uh, Ewan, he grabbed that candlestick right before he died, but, um, the centipede in the sink, they couldn't find anything in the house, they, they, like, tore the whole house apart, but couldn't find anything, so they left, excuse me, and, um, later that night, we see the, um, we see the, uh, the scorpion, he breaks into, uh, I won't say breaks in because he didn't. He just walked right in. We see the scorpion. This is another thing I love. I love about the scorpion character. He, um, we only see him at night. He only comes out at night, and he has his mask on. You know, so we don't know who he is. Yeah, like that by again. His identity. Yeah, again, that's the big mystery: who's the scorpion? So, um, so he, uh, he, he sneaks into uh, Ewan's house and he sees Ewan holding the candlestick and he breaks it open and he finds the treasure map, and um, and so he 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 takes it and runs off. And then um and then the next day we um we we meet uh we meet Justice Wong. Justice Wong is played by um Wang Lung Wei, who is a great actor, great martial artist too. He was in a movie called Martial Club with uh with Gordon Liu and Kara Hui and uh him and Gordon Liu had an amazing fight scene in that movie. One of the one of the greatest fight scenes probably ever filmed it's it's like in a really tight alleyway i love that fight scene but anyway so yeah he plays justice wong so they all find out that Yuan has been killed and they go to investigate um and while uh while uh <laughs> there, there's another funny scene whenever um like right before the police go to search Yuan's house we see yang and wong fa they're like just kind of sitting there and wong fa is like kind of traumatized because you know he's just like has that dice he's just like picking it up and just throwing it back down in the bowl yeah. he's like traumatized by what by what he had <laughs> seen and he um so um uh Wong Fa he tells Yang what he had seen the night before he said he said I saw he said I saw these two guys kill that old that old bookkeeper Ewan and um and Yang he knows who Ewan is um, but he doesn't know that Ewan was is the master's friend. He doesn't know that that's the one he was looking for because Ewan he he kind of had this this facade on that he was just a poor a poor bookkeeper. But you know again he's got he he can't let people know that he was part of the poison clan that he has all this money. Yang puts the pieces together and realizes that that's him. So he so he jumps up and goes to run to his house and he sees that he's dead and the police are investigating. Um, and uh, so Justice Wong he tells the police. That um, he's giving them ten days to solve this case, and if they don't solve it within ten days, they're all going to be beat. They're going to be whipped, and so, um, and so he, you, he asks Justice Wong to uh, to give him um, to, to give him like I, I guess a leave of absence. He said he says I I I can find who did this, but I need time to I need time to go talk to somebody.
1: I need more than ten days.
0: Yeah, and so. Um, and so yeah, he um, uh, yeah he you he goes to talk to um, to talk to the toad, and he tells the toad what happened to Ewan, and um, and he because you know he was there investigating the murder, and he, and he noticed that Ewan he um they, like after they investigated and everything, Ewan had like ruptured like a ruptured ruptured organs, a spine was broken, stuff like that, and so he he figured it must have been one of the other venoms. So he tells the toad, he says, whoever it was, um, you're going to have to help me stop him. He said, I can't blow my cover. I can't, you know, so I, I can't fight him. So you're, you're going to have to do it. And so the toad says, okay, I'll, I'll help you. And, um, and, uh, but right before, <laughs> right, uh, or like right after that, like right after he has, they had that conversation, um, uh. Uh, he, you, he, he knows that Yang was, was like snooping around. He was like spying on them. And it, it's like whenever he opens the door and Yang just kind of falls into the room. That was really funny. This movie's got a lot of funny moments. Like it, it it's, is. it's, it's violent and kind of, and, and kind of dark at moments, but it's also got some pretty comedic moments. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so yeah, um, he, you, he knows that Yang was listening in on him and, um, but, and Yang tells him, he said, he says, uh, he says that kid Wong Fa told me that he had seen the murders you might want to you might want to go get him and talk to him and so um and so uh and so the Wong Fa, he tells him he said he tells him what he saw he says i saw a guy with a so i saw a guy dressed in red and he had a beard he's talking about the centipede and um and so um they go uh they go to arrest him he you he goes to talk to the snake he goes to question him about the murders he doesn't um I think at this moment he doesn't think he doesn't know like which one he is. He knows he's one of the venoms, but he doesn't know which one. So he's he goes to his house to talk to him and also I guess to kind of keep him distracted. Because while that's happening, we see the centipede walking down the road. Uh Chief Constable Ma, he and some other officers, they intercept him and they try to arrest him. He fights back, of course, but then that's when the toad comes in. And um and so the toad and the centipede fight, and this is a great fight scene. Something I noticed was that um, uh, uh, the Toad, Lomay's character, he didn't throw any kicks. Yeah. Like, I I noticed that he only used his hands, like, and his his arms and stuff like that. I thought that was so cool. Whenever I first saw that movie, I didn't realize it. It, like, didn't dawn on me. But when we were watching it last night, I was like, wow, he has not thrown a single kick. Yeah. Which, the the point of his... The point of his uh of his like whole style is that you know his whole body is impenetrable you know so I guess they focus more on upper body and his muscles and stuff like that or when I say muscles I mean like biceps and stuff like that yeah. you know but um yeah that was just something I noticed he didn't throw a single kick but uh anyway so yeah the toad he beats the centipede with a little help from Yang which was also very funny because Yang he like trips over him you know <laughs> but and and like he and so. Uh, uh, the centipede. He was doing that thing like where he like he's like spinning on the ground and like doing that sweep kick. Mm-hmm. Lu Feng does that in a lot of his movies and he does it perfectly. Yeah. And um, so he's like doing that and Yang just kind of like he just kind of stumbles over. He's like oh god <laughs> and then he like flips over him and yeah they use that distraction to grab him and and you know chain him up so they can take him to court. Um, so yeah they take the centipede to court and um, and Wong Fa is there and he tell and he tells the the police. Or Justice Wong, more specifically, he tells Justice Wong that yes, this is the guy that I saw. Um, however, the centipede won't confess to the murder, so you know they 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 uh, they try to torture him. You know they they try like crushing his feet, but he just keeps professing or pro- proclaiming. I'm sorry, He's like I'm innocent, I didn't do it, and um, and uh, so yeah, he refuses to confess, and so um, and so because he won't confess they decide they're just gonna they're just gonna lock him up, you know, until until they like figure this out. And um and later that night we see the snake and the scorpion. They they meet up at Snake's home. Again, the scorpion, he's wearing his mask, and he tells the snake that they need to um that they need to frame the toad for the murder. Cause what we learn here is that the snake, the centipede and the scorpion they're all working together, like, they're, like, secretly working together trying to find the treasure. Right. And so they say they need to frame the, they need to frame the toad for the murder because, you know, they can't, they're working together, they can't let the centipede get killed. And, um, uh, and, and something very interesting here is that the snake, like, right before the scorpion leaves, the snake asks him, have you had any luck finding, uh, finding the, the money or finding a clue to it? And the scorpion says no. And, um, and he says, maybe the master made a mistake. Maybe this, maybe this wasn't the guy, but you know, we know he has the map, but he's not telling them. Yeah. And, uh, he, he's such a genius. <laughs> Again, he's the criminal mastermind behind all this. And so, um, and so, uh, the snake, he meets privately with Justice Wong, gives him a lot of money and tells him and tells him, you know, I want you to send he, Yu away because he, Yu and the toad, they're friends. Said I want you to send he, Yu away. And, uh, yeah and and we're gonna like we're we're gonna work together here and so um and so uh justice wong he has another officer come in and uh and he tells the officer uh, he says do whatever the snake tells you and the state gives him some money and he tells him um he says he says i want you to go talk to wong fa and you're gonna make him change his testimony and the officer's like okay no problem and he goes to talk to wong fa and he tells him he tells him uh he says you're gonna. He says you're gonna tell the judge that you didn't see a guy with a beard. You saw a younger guy who was in his twenties and didn't have a beard. Wong Fa knows, of course, that um, he, he he's like that's a lie. I can't lie. But they they uh he he roughs him up a little bit and then gives him some money or some, some pieces of silver and tells you know again tells him you're gonna change your testimony. You're gonna tell the judge that you saw this guy. And, um,
1: that poor guy, every time he yeah. gets like some silver, he's like, he's got that look on his face. He's like,
0: that Oh, grin. yeah, that like grin. He's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. And so, um, so, so, yeah, Wang Fai, he takes the money and tells him, Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them I saw this guy instead. And, uh, Justice Wong, he sends He Yu to the capital, tells him that he needs him to send a message to the, uh, to the capital. So He Yu, he goes, um, while he's, when he's fixing to head out, he goes, he wants to go talk to, uh, to Chief Constable Ma to tell him that, that, uh, that he's been sent to the Capitol, but, um, he, uh, excuse me, but he noticed, he, he finds out that, that Ma and some other officers went to go arrest the Toad, but, uh, so he runs out, af- he runs after them to try to stop them, because the Toad obviously didn't do it, and the Toad is his friend, so he's trying to get him off the hook here. They try to arrest the Toad, but he fights back, he doesn't want to go, and, um, but heu comes in there and he says he he convinces the toad to turn himself in. You know, he even though he tells Ma Chief Constable Ma that he that his friend is innocent, and Ma says, "Well, we still have to follow orders. And even if and even if you are innocent, all you got to do is just come and say you are. It's you know, and you should be in and out of there in a minute. And um, so heu tells the toad, he says, "It's gonna be fine. Just go, just go to court, and just you know, just do what they tell you. You know, and you'll be out of there in no time. It's gonna be fine." And so, um, so they bring Toad to court, and Wong Fa is there, and he tells the judge that the Toad is the person he saw. He didn't see the centipede, he saw the Toad. The Toad freaks out, and he tries to fight his way out of, uh, out of the building. And, uh, and, uh, but then, while the fight is happening, Justice Wong, he kind of stands up and then sneaks behind a curtain, and we see him talking to the snake. The snake is, like, there secretly, and he tells, um... The snake tells Justice Wong that that guy is a member of the Poison Clan. He he uses the Toad style, so his skin is impenetrable, and um and he tells him, he says he says here's what we'll do, um, you need to make an Iron Maiden, which is you know like this big body casket type thing, yeah, and it has a it has it has over a thousand needles in it. He says you're he says we're gonna build this, then you're gonna put him in that in that Iron Maiden. And the needles will find his weak spot. There's needles all over the thing, so one of them is bound to hit his weak spot. And then he won't be he won't be invulnerable anymore. And so so Justice Wong, he tells Toad, he's he says, he says, I'll make you a deal. Um, we'll hold you in custody until he you comes back, and uh, and then he'll vouch for you. And um and, and, and they, they do this, they, they, he says that because the Toad told Justice Wong, he said, he said, uh, he said, Wong Fa is lying, he didn't, he, he said he saw a guy with a beard, he, you was there, you can ask him, and, uh, and so they said, well, he's gone, so, so we're gonna have to hold you here until he comes back. And so, um, and so they put him, uh, they put him in jail, and, um, and, and, and and meanwhile, you know they're also trying to get the Iron Maiden built at the same time. Um, so right before they um, uh, right before they go to put him in it, they drug him. They like give him some food and a drink, and um, he goes to drink the, I'll say it was sake. He goes to drink sake, and uh, it was it was drugged. So he passes out, and they put him in the Iron Maiden, and they close the thing, but it doesn't work. he he just he wakes up and and bursts out of it and he tells he tells everyone he says nice try but i don't have a weak spot so um so snake jumps out there and then toad and snakes are fighting this is also a really good fight scene Mm -hmm. and um uh the uh the, the toad he starts to get the upper hand but right when he right when he's like fixing to like deliver that killing blow some darts hit him in the ears and and then that a toad toad is like whenever he realizes that there's darts in his ears that's his weak spot and so he and it was kind of funny like because it's like really over the top because like when the when the darts hit him the toad's like oh yeah. scorpion where is he <laughs> and um and so yeah so the the darts hit him in the ears that's his weak spot and um and uh, the snake he knocks him out, and they put him back in the Iron Maiden, and then they close it, and then the needles are all stabbing him, and they're trying to get him to confess to the murder, but he passes out, and so they um they they take him out, and uh and, and, and they try to they try another way to get him to confess. They get this weird body armor type thing. I, I was struggling with what to call this thing. Like I remember when we watched it last night, we talked for about ten minutes about what this thing might be.
1: It's just like a plate that they put like uh, over his on body your back. Or it was on, <laughs> on his back. And it just like burns the hell out of him and
0: Yeah, they, they like make it really hot and then they stick it on his back to burn him and they again trying to get him to confess but he he won't. And so, um and so they decide he passes out again, and so they decide, um, they decide that they'll just, uh, uh, or or Wong Fa, he comes back in, and he says, this is the guy that I saw, you know, because, because, again, they're trying to, they're, they're they're telling him, you know, tell the truth to me, because he won't confess, so, like, we need you to, we need you to tell us, is this the guy you saw or not? Wong Fa says, yes, that is the guy I saw, and, um, and so they're like, okay, fine. They they forge his confession. They, they they like just write up a fake confession and they make him sign it. He's unconscious, so they just use his hand to make him sign it, and uh, and he is sentenced to death. And the centipede walks free, and uh, and so back in his cell, he um the toad is still alive, but he's like laying there in his cell. And the corrupt officer, the one that the snake paid earlier to to get Wong Fa to change his testimony. Um, he kills the toad in a cell by, by waterboarding, you know, they put, they put like cloths over his face and pour water on it to simulate drowning. Yeah. And so, and so they, he kills him by waterboarding him and then he, and then he tells, he tells the other officers to hang him to make it look like a suicide.
1: Can you drown
0: a toad? I, I'm sure like, you can. Like,
1: like, the animal itself? <laughs> I don't know. It's like.
0: That's a good question. I, like... I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys, send me a message on my Facebook page and tell me if I can drown a toad. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: is that possible? Yeah. they're mostly water, but yeah. whatever.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, uh, late later that night, Wong Fa, he's trying to skip town and uh the centipede the snake show up and then they kill him by sticking a hook down his throat <laughs> and then like it's like tearing it out or whatever that was really scary it <laughs> yeah and then and then they go and kill the corrupt officer by sticking a needle up his nose and puncturing his brain killing him and um and then a couple of days later passes he you comes back and um and uh chief constable Ma tells him that uh that the that his friend the toad is dead he says it turns out he killed he killed the he killed the bookkeeper he killed you and and um and uh and he was like that's impossible he's like Wong Fa said he saw the guy with the beard and um and uh Chief Council Ma says uh apparently not he he changed his testimony and um and then he asks asks okay well then where's Wong Fa and Ma tells him he's dead and, um, and <laughs> this, the, I don't know, I don't know if this was supposed to be funny or not, but, like, whenever he sells him he's dead, the lizard, I love Philip Quack so much, and he, uh, he just, like, lets out this, like, really weird laugh. But
1: it doesn't <laughs> last! He, like, makes a laugh, and then he goes back to a straight face, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, I, I guess he was, like, in disbelief. Well, that's probably know. what it was. He was, like, in disbelief. He's just, like... Like this is just so outrageous, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> it's just like
1: it's it's awkward, but then you're like, okay, I guess I'll yeah. give, give it a little. I
0: was laughing, a like, little for chuckle. Re- I was laughing for real right there. But anyway, so yeah, he, you, he is, he is very upset. You know, his his friend is dead, and uh, and like every like like any other any other like link to what has happened, they're all gone as well. And so he goes to a restaurant and he's gonna get drunk, you know, just to kind of i guess uh drown his sorrows away yeah and uh and uh while he's there drinking a couple of other officers come up to him and they tell him what really happened they say they say like they saw uh, they they saw they uh they saw that corrupt officer uh kill the toad and they hung him in a cell to make it look like a suicide and then they also tell him that um that uh that that officer and Wang Fa, it didn't. They there there were no like external wounds. Like whenever we found their bodies, but we we found out that that um Wang Fa had his throat torn out, and the the other officer his, uh he he had a needle stuck up his nose and punctured his brain, and so um, and so like that's when he realizes that you know it was the other venoms. They're 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 behind all this, and um, and then Yang comes in and um. And he kinda gets uh he, he kinda, kinda provokes He Yu and then He Yu jumps up and land and like lands his feet on a wall. That's where we find out he's the lizard. And so, um and so him and Yang have a conversation. Yang tells him, he says he says, uh he says, uh, our our master sent me to find you. He's like we we need to stop the other venoms. And um and so they um and so you know they they uh, they go to train together to figure out a way, excuse me, figure out a way to defeat each Venom, because they all have different strengths, but they also have different weaknesses, and so, uh, um, so they, uh, so they, they go to train together to defeat, uh, or to figure out ways to defeat the, um, to defeat the other three, um, Yang tells, uh, he tells, um, he tells the lizard, we'll start calling him the lizard now, he tells the lizard that uh, that, their, that his, uh, their teacher told them that the way to beat each one, so we'll start with the centipede, he says you have to attack him from the top and the bottom. and um, And then for the snake, you have to attack him from both sides, from left and right, because again, the way the snake uses his hands... You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stop both of his hands because he uses them kind of simultaneously. Right. So you need, you need to like grab both of them in order to, in order to get him to, uh, to not use them. And, um, and then for the scorpion, what's interesting here is that whenever he, whenever he tells them, whenever they're talking, like it's like, okay, we know how to beat the centipede, we know how to beat the snake. What about the Scorpion? Right before Young can explain how to beat the Scorpion, the camera cuts away and goes to, goes on to the next thing. That was interesting, but again, the Scorpion is the big mystery here. Yeah. So it's like it, it it's like you can't know how to beat him yet because we still don't know who he is and that sort of thing. But um but anyway, so um so after that, we see Centipede and Snake like later that night in the, in the snake's home. They start arguing, you know, because they um they're they're like this 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 is a disaster, and uh, it's like we we still can't we still can't find the treasure. All these people have been killed, and he's he's like this this is this is uh, the centipede. Like I feel like this is going nowhere. He storms out, and then the scorpion he sneaks back in, and he's talking to the snake. It, it sounds like he's trying to get them to turn against each other. He's he's like telling him he's he says he says he says that guy's that guy's a fool. You know he's like, he he doesn't know anything. He's probably gonna he's probably going to turn on you at some point, but, um, but anyway, um, and, and then, uh, this is, like, whenever, um, the snake, the snake, again, right before that, too, the snake and the centipede, they kept asking, who's the scorpion, and, and and it's, um, and, and, and that's, like, that's where things get kind of confusing right here. Whenever I first watched the movie, this part confused the hell out of me. I understood it later on, but this part kind of confused the hell out of me. So just to explain it to you guys as best I can, the centipede and the snake trained together at the like with the poison clan. They trained together so they knew each other, and then the lizard and the toad they train together so they knew each other. The scorpion trained by himself, so nobody knows who he is, and then. And hence, the centipede and the snake. They don't know who the scorpion is. They also don't know who the lizard or the toad is. They figured out. Who, they did find out who the toad was eventually because you know the toad jumped in there to fight, um, and uh, so they figured that out. But they said, like who's the lizard and who's the scorpion. And then you got the lizard and Yang over there, like, um, like okay, we know he's the sk- he's the he's the centipede because they saw him get arrested. He says, "I saw." Uh, you know, Young. He tells the lizard. He says, "I saw the toad and the centipede fighting. I figured out who the, who those two were. Um, I still haven't found the snake or the scorpion. So, yeah, it's confusing. I, but, <laughs> but
1: for those of you have, who have no idea about this movie, I. Like, we're sorry. Like, it's so... Because <laughs> we're trying to explain, and I bet people are going to be like, what? Yeah. Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah,
0: I guess to put, guess to put <laughs> it as simply as I can, the centipede and the snake know each other, the lizard and the toad knew each other, the scorpion trained alone so nobody knew who he but was.
1: But vice versa, they don't
0: yeah. know each
1: other. It's so weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah, um, it's final battle time. And this is what this is what I always love to talk about with the Venom films. They always deliver in the final fight. You can watch any Venom film, the big final fight is always truly amazing. It's spectacular to see. And so what happens here is that um so Young and the Lizard, they figure out what they're going to do. They figure out how they how how to beat each each the other three Venoms. And um so they go they they, they they start walking downtown down the down the street or whatever to go to go confront the centipede and the snake. Um, on their way there, they run into Chief Constable Ma, and he is not in uniform. He's not wearing his uniform, and he tells um he tells the young and the lizard that he wants to help them. And so um and and uh, the lizard he notices that Ma is not wearing his uniform, and he said he says where's your uniform? And Ma tells him he says oh I quit I resigned from my position. And uh, and I always thought this is kind of funny. Whenever he says I quit, the lizard's like, "Oh, great! Well, then I quit too." And he just takes his uniform off right in the middle of the street. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I quit too then. <laughs> and so um,
1: work friends.
0: Yeah, right. Work buddies.
1: <laughs> one quits, well, so do I. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I don't think I've. Well, I kind I kind of had a I kind of had a situation like that one time. Like everybody at, at my current job. They all quit, and then I eventually quit, too. I ended up going back, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's, uh, it's final fight time. And like I said, they always deliver in the final fight. You can watch any Venomov film. The final fight is always Incredible um I I think I think probably one of my favorite final fights like this is a great one I I definitely love this one but one of my favorites is from the daredevils like that one is awesome and it's so long too it's like that's probably of the ones I've seen that's probably the longest one I gotta see more though but um anyway so yeah final fight time so uh so the lizard yang and chief constable ma has quit by the way (laughs) he um uh, the three of them they go to the snake's house and the snake and the centipede are there waiting for him and they start fighting and this is like whenever the snake and the centipede they realize that that the lizard like that he you is the lizard because he jumps up on the wall and um and (laughs) and they're like (laughs) they're like like you're number four the lizard (laughs) he's like right (laughs) you ever notice that in I don't know if you've noticed it, but whenever we watch like old kung fu movies, like whenever we're watching like the dub, uh, there's always a character who who goes like right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> always.
0: It's either right or um, or or damn you. Like like <laughs> yeah. They, yeah they they're all they're all saying either right or damn you. <laughs> and um, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, so they're fighting, and then we see um. We so we see like each style, which is really cool. I did think it was kind of weird though, how like um, uh, do you remember um, whenever Yong and the Snake are fighting, the Snake is kind of like just waving his hands around in Yong's face, and Yang is just kind of watching.
1: Yeah, watching it go like he's mesmerized. <laughs> I, thought or ki- I thought that
0: was I thought that was kind of awkward, but but it, it was okay. It was still cool, and um. And uh you'll notice that they hold they hold on shots for so long. Like I love that about the Venomob films. Like whenever whenever they they do the fights, the fight scenes, they hold shots for very long before cutting away. The only time they really cut away is when a character like jumping. You know, because they do that. I've talked about this before. They they do that in a lot of the older movies. The they they like they like show they show the character jump up and they cut, see him sailing through the air, cut again and see him land. But they do that because the I guess the 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 actor or whatever couldn't couldn't quite do it like that, so they have to like they have to like they have to like do one take of him looking like he's gonna launch into the air they do another one of him just kind of jumping off of something and then they cut back to see him land but anyway um that was like the only time where there was like a lot of cutting away was like whenever the jumping happens, but the rest of it they're holding each shot for a really long time
1: because that's how it should be
0: yeah and um <laughs> and I really got to give it to the venom mob i mean they they uh they they really they they get all the credit in the world for this, but that is a lot of choreography to remember. Like you notice, like how how much they drag these fight yeah. scenes out and how long they hold each shot, like like each camera camera take and stuff like that. The uh, that's a lot of choreography to, to remember because the the less cutting, the more you have to do, the more you have to remember. Yeah, and so like I really got to give to these guys. Like they they. I can't imagine how hard they worked like, to 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 make it look the way it did. And we also see them doing a lot of a lot of acrobatics. They were all very acrobatic. And so you see them like doing a lot of somersaults and cartwheels and and like handsprings and stuff like that, like backward handsprings. And uh, you see you see uh, the centipede lu fang do is do like that. That's that like circling sweep kick. And um and so anyway, while while this fight is going on, uh so Yang and the lizard are fighting the centipede and the Snake, Chief Constable Ma is just kinda of standing in the back watching. And uh and there's a funny moment for me at least whenever uh whenever the snake notices Ma standing there. He's like, Why aren't you just standing there? Yeah. <laughs> and Ma says, it's like, this isn't my problem. And um but then the snake's like the Snake's like, hey I know who you are and uh and and Young and the lizard they they like look at him like what are you talking about? But then the fight just kind of resumes and um, and then Yang and the lizard, they, they both like climb up on a wall again. Yang, he knows a little bit of each style, so he can climb up walls too. And so, um, so they're both like on the walls, and then they, they both grab the snake's arms, and then the snake again says, "Why aren't you fighting?" And then Chief Constable Ma, he jumps in there and he kicks Yang off the wall, and there's the big reveal. Chief Constable Ma is the scorpion. I remember when I first saw this movie. And, and the, and they, they do the big reveal that he's a scorpion. I was like, no, it's <laughs> like, no way. And I, I guess like, I guess that's one of those things that I should have seen it coming. Yeah. But when I first saw the movie, I really didn't. I was surprised. I like, didn't
1: know. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was
0: like genuinely <laughs> surprised that he was the scorpion. And, um, and so, um, and so, yeah, like they, they realize that he's the scorpion and, um, and, uh. And, you know, and he, and he tells, uh, the Scorpion, he tells the others, you know, he's, he says, uh, he says, I was kind of hoping that you would all just kill each other, but I guess I gotta do it, I gotta do it myself, and so he throws, he, like, takes darts out, throws them at the snake, and, um, and, and then the snake, and, uh, or the snake, so yeah, he's, like, leaning against the corner, he's got darts in his chest and his back, and he's dying, um, and, uh, Scorpion is fighting the Lizard and Yang, but, um, but, uh, right, uh, right before he dies, the snake, he gets up and he wounds the Scorpion. He, like, sticks his fingers, like, in his stomach. And, um, and then, uh, the Scorpion, I love, I love, uh, again, Sunshine's kicks were amazing. Uh, whenever, so whenever the snake, he wounds him, the Scorpion, he, like, throws an axe kick. The snake is behind him, and he, and he like, brings his arms around and, hit, uh, you, and, like, hits him right in the stomach. And um, and he like throws a kick like right. It looked like gold member and Austin Powers, like whatever. Right on the side of the <laughs> yeah.
1: Movies.
0: He like throws his leg up like from behind, and then just kicks the kicks the snake right in the head, and the snake dies. And uh, and so the scorpion he, he resumes his fight against Yang and the lizard, but they end up beating. They end up killing him. They like deliver their killing blows to him, and his death was kinda of crazy. <laughs> it's like really ridiculous. They they beat they beat him up pretty bad and then the Scorpion, he like kind of stands up and like just jumps around and like tries to throw a couple of kicks and then he just kinda of collapses on the floor say, and for dies. A, for a
1: big reveal, I don't know, I felt just kinda of like like it didn't take that long I figured he would have been like the last the the, the last, last one to die. One to die yeah. Since he was the big reveal. But it just didn't take as long as I would have liked for him to like, you know, show off everything. But right. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to. No,
0: yeah, it um, it was still really cool. Yeah. you know, and and again, a, a big surprise for me because I didn't know he was the scorpion. Yeah, and um, but I do see what you're saying. They they probably they probably could have probably could have lasted like lasted him a little bit longer. But it is what it is. Yeah. And so uh, so yeah, the scorpion dies, and then the centipede is the last one. And then they, they beat him. His death was probably the craziest because he's just like throwing up blood and then he just, (laughs) and then he just collapses and dies. And, um, and so Yang and the lizard, they, uh, they, they search Scorpion's body and then they find the map. And, uh, and it, again, it's the map to the treasure. And so they decide that they're going to use, they're going to find that treasure and they're going to use it to, to, uh, to redeem the poison clan's reputation, you know, and, uh. And, and kind of, kind of uh, bring it, bring a good name back to them, where people aren't afraid of the poison clan anymore. So they they leave the house, and then that's it. Movie's over. That's five daily venoms, guys.
1: It just abruptly ends. Like yeah, and they walk that, off. That, that's it.
0: Com- that's kung com- fu movies for you back then. Like they they don't wrap anything up. What's, and what's they that? Just end. That's what
1: I said to you. Like when the movie first started, I was like, oh wow, we're getting like right into right into the story. There's no dragging out some story. There's no. It starts and then it ends and then yeah. that's it.
0: That's what I love about those movies. Like yeah. there, there isn't there isn't like a whole lot of exp- of exposition and stuff like that. Like There's the, not an hour of filler. Yeah, they <laughs> like they tell like they tell you like here's like here's our characters, here's the story. Let's do it. Let's get yeah. to the action. And uh, and and again the the abrupt endings. Imagine if like uh, again uh, they they don't wrap anything up. The movie just ends. <laughs> and imagine like if a. Uh, oh man what's what's a movie i can use as an example like imagine uh imagine like in return of the jedi when uh, when Darth Vader threw Darth Sidious down that mm-hmm. down that pit in the Death Star, like he throw he picks him up and throws him down there, and then the movie ends. Star Wars theme starts playing. But like, that's it. It just it is. <laughs> like we didn't see we didn't see the Death Star blow up, or we see Luke fly off of it, or uh, or burn Darth Vader's body. Like it just ends right. It just there. Ends, <laughs> it. Yeah, I love that stuff though. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, but it, uh, again, at the same time, they're not wasting any more time. They don't wrap anything up. There's no post credit scene. Revealing that the scorpion is still alive or something. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that's Five Deadly Venoms, guys. This is such a great movie. I love it. I, I I have so much fun watching it. I remember talking to my dad last night whenever I was watching the movie, and I said, "So I'm watching Five Deadly Venoms." And he's like, "Again, <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I've seen it so many times." But um, but yeah, it, it's just such a great movie. And and I said at the beginning, this is a this is it's a martial arts film, but it's also very much like a crime film. And I love that. I think it, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of uh, Kung Fu films that, that have like, that have like mysteries and stuff like that in there and, and crime. And, and it's like a crime drama, you know, but, um, but I think, I think that's, um, I think this movie is a standout in that aspect, even if it's not, even if it's not the best Venom mob film compared to the stuff that they would go on to to do later, because again, they did so many other films after this. It's probably not their best one, but it's definitely a standout. It did make them stars, and it's a uh, it's a film that's gonna it's always gonna be referenced in yeah. in some form or another. But um, but yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's it for today, guys. Thanks as always for listening. And, um, don't forget to, uh, don't forget to keep your eyes open for episode 24. That's going to be out on, uh, September 18th. We are going to be discussing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm excited to see this movie, guys. I haven't seen a Marvel movie in four years. Or, let me rephrase that. I haven't seen an MCU movie in four years. Last one I saw was Spider-Man Homecoming. And that was a fine movie, but I just kind of gave up. Lost interest in, uh, in superhero movies after that. But, um but um i'm really excited for shang chi it looks it looks really good and from what we have heard it's an outstanding movie so i'm really excited to see what happens in that film um but yeah we're we're going to watch that very soon uh probably not uh probably not this weekend maybe sometime next week and uh and we'll give you guys a couple of weeks to see it and kind of have an opinion on it. And then we're going to talk about it on September 18th. And then lastly, um, on September 8th, next week, I'm going to be doing a new cinema quick kick. It's going to be cinema quick kick. Number seven. I'm going to be discussing ghost of Tsushima, one of my favorite video games. I'm, I'm playing that game right now. Actually, I'm replaying the story for the umpteenth time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The umpteenth time.
1: Yeah. We don't even know how many times it's been. I've played, played it several
0: times. It's such a great story. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I'm going to be doing a quick kick on that just to briefly talk about the game and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to discuss that with you guys. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's it for today. Don't forget to uh, follow me on Instagram. Go to go to Instagram and follow me at Caleb Bryant 9. That's K-A-L-E-B-B-R-Y-A-N-T, the number 9. And go to Facebook.com slash Kung Fu Cinema 9 to, uh, to see my Facebook page, like it, follow all that good stuff. And uh, if you guys have questions or anything like that, you can send me a message on there. Um, and also don't forget, uh, I am, uh, I am posting, uh, I, I am posting five, uh, five recommendations this month for, uh, for Shaw Timber. I'm, 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 uh, recommending five essential Shaw Brothers films. They are movie, excuse me, they are movies that I have, um. That I have not mentioned before, at least not on Facebook, because I always give recommendations for different movies. These are going to be brand new recommendations for you guys. It won't be so that you've already seen me recommend. So uh, yeah, keep your uh, keep your eyes out for my Shaw Timber posts and uh, and check out the movies that I recommend. The one I recommended earlier today was the Chinese Boxer. Um, that's a great Jimmy Wang Yu film, and there's actually going to be a Blu-ray release of that uh, coming out in November. I'm really excited for that. I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get my hands on that as quickly as possible but uh but yeah that's uh, that's it for today guys thanks as always and uh until September 8th where we discuss Ghost of Tsushima and of course September 18th where we discuss Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings take care guys